you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming to you with another great podcast. We certainly, as always, appreciate you guys tuning in. We've got a New York Times bestselling author on the show. And some amazing authors have been part of the Gleanings book that we had on with Neil Schusterman earlier this month. You can catch that. I think it was October 9th, 2022. Their new book out with these two new authors is called Retro. And it's going to be out January 24th. Uh, 2023 we're already 2023 oh my gosh it's two days before my birthday so that'll be a wonderful birthday gift you guys can pre-order now wherever fine books are sold and be sure to send it out to me retro is the name of the book it's by sophia lapuente and jared schusterman who is the son of neil schusterman who was on the show earlier this month if i have that correct and uh, we're going to be talking to them about their amazing new book that will be coming out sophia is an author screenwriter and avid world traveler who immigrated from spain to the united states to realize a dream of storytelling since then she's received a master's degree in fine arts at ucla works as a producer and casting director on the emmy dominated show on an Emmy nominated show, I should mention, and received co-author credits in Gleanings, the book that we mentioned before earlier. Jared is the New York Times bestselling co-author of the novel Dry, which he is adapting for a major Hollywood film studio with Neil Schusterman. He's also the co-author of the acclaimed novel Roxy. His books have received critical acclaim and multiple star reviews. Welcome to the show, Sophia and Jared. How are you? Hey, thank you. We are doing fantastic. We're super excited and stoked to be here. We're super excited to have you. So give us your dot coms, uh, wherever you want people to find you on the interwebs to just get to know you better. Yeah, I mean, best place to start is social media. We are at Sophie and Jared, which is at S-O-F-I-A-N-D-J-A-R-R-O-D. And you can find us on TikTok, on Instagram, making fun, stupid Awesome, educational, crazy. Yes. <laughs> it's the social media thing to do these days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We even asked you guys a book on TikTok. We're trying to get the coolness of TikTok over there with the show. So there you go. So we've got everybody's.com. Do we? We got all that in the can. So what motivates you guys want to get together and write this book? Well, yeah, I'll start. I mean, for us, it was like whenever we're writing a novel, it's First, starting with what is the thing and the kind of story that the world needs to hear, that we think the world needs to hear. And what is that person? Because then when you start from that fashion, then all the rest of the story starts to come, but it comes in an organic way that's really, you know, coming with a purpose. So for us, it was, we saw technology. We saw how people treat each other on technology, things that happen online with cyber. And we just wanted to talk about technology, how it relates to us, how to use it responsibly, how it's changing the world, how, how this is the first time in all of human evolution we have this thing in our hands that has access to the entire world wide web. And we're like, I know as Elon Musk once said, we're like technically cyborgs now, right? We have, we have computers in our hands. It's just a little bit external. So yeah, what are we like? And we wanted to, we wanted to talk about that. 
Oh, what were you saying? I was looking at my phone. I was checking my notes. Okay. No, I wasn't doing that. But no, I mean, you, you see people nowadays are just walking around looking at their phone. I, I remember when I first started going out to dinner and seeing, I mean, I was going out to dinner for a long time before that, but when I first started going out to dinner, I would see like whole families, just every, every, every family member's looking at their phone. Like no one's talking to you. They're just sitting there eating. And I'm just like, Cyborgs. Oregon here. Cyborgs. You know, I kind of have a rule when I go out to dinner or go out to eat with people or hang out and stuff, put the cell phones down, you know, and, you know, have a human interaction experience. But I come from the old world before cell phones, you know, where you used to have to dial the phone and <laughs> the screens were horrible on those phones, I must say. But it's kind of an interesting world. So give us an overview of Retro, your new book, and kind of some teasers of what's inside. Yeah, yeah. So um, Retro is... Essentially, imagine if, if there was a cyberbullying incident that happened at a high school. So the platform in which that cyberbullying incident happened is called Limbo in our story. So imagine it like a TikTok. And they come to the school and they say, you know what? We want to make things right. If anybody can survive, you guys can survive one year without your modern technology, your phones, your smart technology, then we'll give you a scholarship for whatever school you want. You can make it the whole year. So it's called the Retro Challenge, and it becomes fun. People are listening to old music, driving old cars, dressing, going to the thrift shop. It's this fun thing, and they're learning how you know, the mall's becoming cool again. And, and then students start, new contestants start to disappear. And oh. in character, Luna realizes that if she doesn't solve this and figure out why people are disappearing, then maybe she might be next. And it becomes a thrill. And it's just fun. It's The whole point of it is to be fun. We want to have a message, but... It's got to be fun first. Yep. It's got to be entertainment first. We know the world needs happy endings. So we're here to give you all the fun and good retro vibes. There you go. Well, usually stuff from the retro world disappears, but that's because it's old and dying like me. <laughs> 20, years, 20 years old is technically retro. So we are definitely wow. retro. That's <laughs> there you go. There you go. So did you, did you guys decide to kind of frame the story around cyberbullying? There's a lot of that sort of stuff going on nowadays. Yeah, we totally framed it around the beginning. The beginning. Is the reason why the whole book happens and exists. Like the first we get a, a we see an attack of cyberbullying. And from there is why the main protagonist does what he what he does. Limbo, the company come to the school. That's why they choose that school to offer the retro challenge because it's happening in their platform. It's the impetus so, of, of the whole challenge. So yeah, the whole point was to talk about cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. So it creates an impetus, then turns, what would we call this a murder mystery? Well, that's part uh, of your mystery. I'm not going to talk more. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, of course, tell everything when it comes to these novels and books and stuff like that. But do you think this is a book that's going to appeal to younger readers, maybe young teens, young adults? I think so, because it's not about teaching them, like, oh, don't use your phone. Like, to be clear, I use my phone the whole day. <laughs> Actually, our protagonist is all the time like, can't wait to get my phone back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. Like, I think phones are amazing. I mean, right now we're, you know, using a laptop to talk with you. Like, it's, it's so stupid to go against that and send everyone to a cave. But I think many young people have suffered bullying or they have judged themselves or feel little after seeing whatever video image and it's to appeal that. And to talk about technology is amazing. Yes, let's not forget that there is a human being behind every screen. That's the mm -hmm. message. The message is not stop to use your phone alarm to wake up for high school. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's, so, it, it's good. Something that was really important to us was that 
everybody realizes, yeah, that there's a person with that uh, beating heart behind every single screen. And I feel like we forget that all the time. Yeah. And the profile that's human. Yeah. You know, I've dealt with cyberbullying forever. I mean, I've had a YouTube channel for 13 years. I mean, the the things that people will say on there is extraordinary. And you you do get used to it. But I'm old enough to, but, you know, by the time I became good at YouTube and we got viewership, you know, I was in my, I think, 40s or something. And so, you know, I'm mature enough to be able to go, you know, whatever, dude. But, you know, I, I can't imagine trying to take it on when you're 12 or 10 or, you know, a kid. And, you know, suddenly you've got all this hate coming at you from random people on the Internet. And, you know, you're still forming your self-esteem and stuff. I can't imagine going through that um, and stuff, you know, especially, I mean, for me, you know, when, when people write hateful comments on YouTube, I say, I get paid. That helps me get paid. So I'm like, write as many hateful comments as you want. I mean, every time you do, you get up the viewership and I get some more money. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like paying to insult me. So I'm just like, go ahead and have fun, knock yourself out. But, you know, I mean, when you're young and, you know, you get all this hate, I imagine young women, when they grow up, you know, they're already dealing with a lot of self-esteem issues and their looks. And then, of course, on the internet, you have the fear of missing out. You have the you have these people that post these you know these Instagram posts that looks like they're living in opulence and luxury, and you know, meanwhile, they're just I don't know sneaking onto planes and taking pictures and stuff. And that's crazy stuff. Well, how did you guys pick some of the characters in it, and would you base some of them on what were some of some A lot is based. A lot of our main protagonists based on I would say Sophie and Sophie's culture. Yeah. Well, I mean, me and my friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, like the protagonist, Luna, she's born in America and the United States, but her mother is from Spain, like my mom, and her father is Mexican. So she has all this Hispanic culture at home, but then she lives in a, you know, her dad is in a American high school, right? And they speak English. And so you couple that where I belong to, right? Like, I'm, I'm all these mix, but I don't, I don't feel represent, but I have these things and you need to find your spot. And it's kind of my story in the way, in the sense of I have an accent. I'm here, but I'm from Spain, but the difference in culture, I have friends from different parts of the world. So it totally matches. And then, I mean, I'm a girl, I've been a teenager. So when I was thinking in the characters, I'm thinking in me, my friends, the crushes, the, I've got like the whole thing, you know, like. And, you know, sometimes I'll write something and Sophie's like, teenage girls don't think like that. And I'm like, no. oh, <laughs> you, if you think that's how a teenage yeah. girl will think. So, and there's, there's many moments where, you know, I'm learning a lot from Sophie and a lot yeah. from this culture. <laughs> and I go like, let's do research. Let me play you a couple of Netflix moments you need to watch to understand this. <laughs> All right. So. Well, that, yeah. that probably was a good collaboration for the book yeah. to have both the female and male perspective, um, you know, especially these young people growing up. Yeah. Hi, folks. Here's Foss here with a little station break. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. We'll resume here in a second. Uh, I'd like to invite you to come to my coaching speaking and training courses website. You can also see our new podcast over there at chrisvossleadershipinstitute.com. Over there, you can find all the different stuff that we do for speaking engagements. If you'd like to hire me, uh, training courses that we offer and coaching for leadership, management, entrepreneurism, uh, podcasting, corporate stuff, uh, with over 35 years of experience in business and running companies as a CEO. Uh, I think I can offer a wonderful breadth of information. 
information and knowledge to you or anyone that you want to invite me to for your company. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you listening to the show and be sure to check out Chris Voss Leadership Institute.com. Now back to the show. And it's like when you've been there, because I was there, I don't know, 10 years ago, it's like mm, I know what's going through their brain. More or less, yeah, Gen Z, Millennial, whatever, but it's like I know how much it affects the things and society and the way that is put. And that's what we talk to about mental health yeah. in the book, because honestly, cyberbullying or the, the pressure is absolutely connected with mental health. Okay. So 100%, right? So I was like, as a teenager, and anxiety or feeling judged or crying or being overwhelmed is all connected with technology. That's what we show about technology. We don't, we don't, we never say technology is bad. No, by no means, by no means. And it's like, and we don't believe it's bad at all. And, and if you were just taking this challenge by yourself, like, let's be honest, it would really suck. Like what you live in a world and yeah. you're just allowing me on your phone. But because everybody does together. <laughs> Everyone wants it together. You're doing it with your whole school. You're doing it with, with your friends. It's cool. It's fun. And I would totally love if like me and a group of people could just go retro. We're actually going to plan that we're going to do it. <laughs> that would, but it would be easier because at least you'd have someone to talk to. Because you know, nowadays when you try and talk to people, you know, they don't answer their phones. You know, you got to leave a message or they're like, hey, contact me or text me over on Facebook or something or Instagram. You know, you can't reach people like like a lot of times when we're trying to get authors on the show. You know, we're trying to hunt them down. And it's amazing how many authors don't even have emails or websites. And you're just like, seriously, 2022 people. But I imagine I know a lot of journalists that we have on the show. The reason they do is because they want to go to the New York Times where they're, you know, whoever they're their their job is but it's funny because you're just like it really it, it's really hard to find you and you know i can't imagine trying to find people like back in the day we had what was it the yellow pages you know yeah we had the yellow page. i don't know how i'd find anything anymore without my phone like even like the temperature and the weather i'm like yeah. asking you know like, what's the temperature today i have to go I don't know where I go without a computer to look up that stuff. I have to drive by a bank, I guess, to find the temperature and time. I have to go outside and like seal it. (laughs) (laughs) Get me a sundial and I don't know, some sort of way to figure out what time it is and all that good stuff. Anything else you want to tease out about the book? I know we can't tell the course giveaway and the ending and the main plot of the thickness and then in between, but anything else you want to tease out on the book? Yeah. I will, there are some things that, that are different about this book that I will say. One is that every chapter is a song. What? The song? A song, song. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. It's a whole soundtrack. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the index mm-hmm. is actually a playlist. And there's a there's a QR code in that playlist. So you can listen to, to the Spotify playlist while you read. And every single chapter is about three or four pages. Um, and, you know, if you're reading at the same pace, you can totally listen to the soundtrack of her life up all these awesome retro songs that are kind of on her playlist that uh, totally correlate to each chapter. So you can get some, so you can hype up a chapter or you can realize that something terrible is going to happen, something fun is going to happen. It keeps you in zone. That's pretty, that's pretty innovative, man. Yeah, yeah, it's new. We never saw it done before. We came up with the idea and we're like, let's do that. Let's make it really super interactive. So you scan that QR, it goes right to our Spotify and, and everyone's welcome to listen to all of that's pretty brilliant. I like that. And then, of course, the kids like that stuff. They're into all the music and stuff. And Chris Voss shows over there on Spotify, too, if you want to listen to that at all. You know, the the uh, that's that's pretty awesome. And people can jam to it. Is it mostly like older tunes then? 
All retro. So yeah. the rule was before two th- year 2000. But, we took famous one. But you will be surprised and how old you feel, how we felt very old. <laughs> you're listening at sometimes. It's yeah. like, no, because it's like, you're like, oh, this Britney Spears song, that couldn't have been that long ago, but it was. <laughs> it was. You know, my my nephew is really funny. He's a Gen Zer. I think he's like 22 now. And I game with him, you know, and so he comes on the Discord and I have a whole gaming group of friends. And yesterday he came on and he was he was singing one of the hits from the outfield. Josie's on a vacation far away. Oh yeah, love that. You know, and and like two or three songs off that album, if not all the songs off that album. If you hear them once, they're stuck in your brain for like three days. And I and so he's singing it, and he does this a lot. He'll sing like "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" or the Queen song. Another one bites the dust, and I'll tell him I'll be like Jeffrey. When I was in high school and junior high, that that song was like the hit on the radio, and I, you know, I'm I'm happy that he's that he's listening and enjoying this music, and because it beats some of the crap I hear today. That's my opinion. But last night he was singing, he was singing that song, and I said to him, I says, I says, do you know I saw them at concert? He goes, really? When was that? Was that recently? And I go, I think it was in 1987 when they opened for Journey on the Raised on Radio tour, and I think both albums came out in 1985. And he was like, no way, you're that old? (laughs) And I haven't counted how long ago that was, but 1987 is a far ways from here, which is, uh, I don't know what to say about that. But yeah, it's kind of funny how his younger younger generation, they kind of like some of our things. Yeah, I guess there's a huge throwback culture, right? And like, I feel like the style today, like, that's part of the inspiration for us. So the styles today are, are really all inspired by things, you know, pieces of clothes from 15 years ago, 30 years ago, the windbreakers, yeah. the, the retro vibe. So cassettes are back. Cassettes. You can go buy a Drake album in Urban Outfitters on cassette. Yeah. It's like that just came out. It's like, really? So it's happening. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, it's, yeah, that you're fun, that you're right. The, the, a lot of music nowadays samples music from that age. And, you know, ACDC, they'll, they'll music from AC. It's just, it's just crazy. But yeah, the outfield, I mean, those songs are still played so heavily. They'll hear them everywhere. I mean, they, they must be making a mint off the royalties. Hopefully oh, yeah. <laughs> and something that we did, me and we were trying to find songs. We're like, what songs are going to connect with everybody? So we actually went on YouTube and we were like, which songs have 1.5 billion views? Which songs oh, really? All of it that everyone's yeah. liking. And we were able to kind of see and sample which songs fit with our chapters based on things that are still really relevant. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty proud of, of kids that, you know, subscribe to our old music because it makes me able to rub in their face that we were the greatest generation of all, <laughs> being the Gen X generation. We had the greatest music of all. So it's ever gone downhill ever since, from my opinion. But Well, there was a little, there was a little spike with the millennial generation kind of went up and then it went down. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, you know, the, I don't know. They say you can never go home, but the, some of the oldest music is the best people. I, I used to have uh, gals that I dated come up and see my music collection, my CD collection back in the day. It was like 4,000 CDs and they go, you're an old butt rocker. And I was like, what the hell is a butt rocker? That sounds awful. And like, you know, you like the Cinderella, the metal bands with the long hair and the, and all this stuff and the Metallica and stuff and i'm like well at least you know the names of the bands i guess i don't know well this has been awesome man it'll be great to see your stuff i guess you're working with neil on the on doing something for a film do you want to tease a little bit about that yeah i mean the most recent thing that we have is dry 
And that was the first novel that I wrote with my dad. We have, we're at Center Development right now. Things are looking pretty good. You never know with the film world, it can take time, get traded hands between different studios, but that's really exciting. And then we are talking with many producers right now about retro as well to see if that can be a motion picture or a series. We think it'd be better as a series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's all, in, it's all in the grind. I think Retzo would, yeah, make a great movie. I mean, you know, there's a lot of these younger kid movies that are coming out that are kind of dealing around their world. There was that horror movie that came out with Pete, what's his face from SNL. And uh, it, it was, it was basically, you know, stuff that's kind of more the Gen Z genre. And uh, it was about social media influencers and FOMO and them getting together and partying in these houses. Like they do. You see a lot of these house setups they do like with youtube stars and stuff and uh and uh, you're just like okay well that how could that go bad and i could probably think of some ways and maybe like they document something in the movie sophia anything else you want to plug before we go out any future projects or current projects you're working on we're working in another two books <laughs> get this book out and get it get it promoted and hopefully maybe a movie deal out of it there you go um projects <laughs> there you go always projects always the projects so give us your dot coms wherever you want people to find you guys in the interwebs right right now everybody goes straight to social media you'll find everything you need we have our website as well yeah. sophie and jared just to reiterate s-o-f-i-a-n-d-j-a-r-r-o-d for tiktok and instagram and then you go to sophie and jared.com there you go. Well, it's been wonderful to have you both on the show. Thank you very much for Thank coming you on. So much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of fun. Retro, the new book. It'll come out January 24th, 2023. You can order it today. Get on pre-order. That way you can be the first one on your block in your book club to say you read it and to pick that baby up. And plus, you make sure you get that QR code so you can check out the yeah. Spotify playlist as well. Thanks for tuning in to my audience. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next Thank time. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that should have us out.